Hello, Mississippi and abroad. This is Parrish Alford with the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal welcoming you to another edition of Justify Your Existence, where we bring you the relevant college football talk in Mississippi and the SEC. We're talking Mississippi State in this edition. I'm joined by Stefan Kreischnick, our Mississippi State beat writer. The Bulldogs coming off an impressive, in most faces, impressive 24 to 10. What, what was the final there, Seth? 24 to 10, yep. 24 to 10. I got it right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm operating okay. on fumes this morning. 24 to 10 win over North Carolina State. Man, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm kind of realizing now that uh, it was a little easier before when it was just college football going on. Now it's college football, and then Sunday we're watching NFL. By the time we talk on Mondays, there's all these scores in our heads. It's tough, it's tough to That's remember. Right. That's right. Like, and you know what? Uh, there, lots of things kind of float around in the head there, man, after, uh, you know, uh, getting getting back uh, at 1 a.m. And, and that sort of thing. So, anyway. <laughs> right. You know, By the time you wake up Sunday, you, you yeah. forgot where you were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's right. All right. Uh, this Mike Leach team, man, uh, almost uh, just very nearly started the season 0-1 with what, a, what would have been a, a disappointing loss against uh, – a Conference USA team in Louisiana Tech. They were able to pull it out, uh, rallied, big rally, won the game. Now they're 2-0. and I mean, not, none of us had them beating North Carolina State because of what we saw in that season opener against Louisiana Tech. And, uh, you know, now this team came out and, and played good defense, played better defense against North Carolina State than it did against uh, Louisiana Tech, I thought, because it, for the most part, did not give up the big plays that it did against Tech. But it seems odd to me that a Mike Leach team is winning with defense and special teams. And, you know, the Bulldogs that, you know, a lot of people didn't have high expectations for all of a sudden 2-0 and going, going to Memphis. So what, what, do you, what do you make of this uh, dynamic Mike Leach defense? Yeah, I think it was you that tweeted uh, John Cohen looking like his hires paying off with the big time defense that he brought in by hiring Mike. You know, Lee. you know that's what he was looking for when he went with Mike Lee. <laughs> this, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. No, I wrote about this in my uh, next day observations, and it's uh, you know I think especially in the AP poll, we see that um, this win for Mississippi State, I think people felt was more reflective of NC State. Maybe people were overhyping NC State a little bit much. And I think that's, that's a little bit unfair to Mississippi State. I, I, I think NC State's still a pretty good team. Um, and they came into Starkville, and, and, you know, Mississippi State just beat them in all, in all phases of the game. It wasn't pretty uh, all the time. And I think we kind of saw against Louisiana Tech, we saw the floor of where this Mississippi State team can be. And maybe in that fourth quarter against Mississippi or against Louisiana Tech, we saw the ceiling. I mean, anytime you outscore someone 21 nothing, it's not going to get much better than that. Um, and then I, I think in this game against NC State, we saw that, um, you know, to be a good team, you don't – not every good team always plays perfectly. You can be a good team and struggle in some phases. And I think at points the, the offense really struggled against NC State, but that the, but they were able to come away with a win. That, that's the most important thing. Obviously, you know, a 2-0 record doesn't mean that they're going to go out and beat everyone now. It doesn't mean that they're perfect. But it shows that even even when things aren't working well, they can find, find a way to win games, and I feel like that's the most important thing. And we talk so much about, you know, the phases that they've struggled in. I mean, how poorly they played um, in the stretch of that Louisiana Tech game, how poorly they played in certain stretches against NC State. And you look at it, you're like, you know, this team is 2-0. and They face a Memphis team next week that, um, you know, is 
is has been really good at home, but isn't as good of a team as it maybe it was the past couple of years. Um, and then you look, you know, down the road, you got games at Vanderbilt and a game against Tennessee State. And suddenly you're looking at this team that um, has all but locked in four wins with a win next week. They all but locked in five wins. And now, you know, you get a couple wins in SEC play. I mean, you're not only talking about a bowl game, you're talking about maybe a pretty decent bowl, something like an Outback Bowl, a Music City Bowl. I mean, you know, something better than a Birmingham Bowl. Um, and, and all, you know, it, it's not a, it's not a great Mississippi State team yet. Um, it could be if, if they keep, you know, improving as the season goes on. But I think what you're seeing right now is you're, you're seeing a team that finds ways to win. And as long as you're doing that, you can scrap across a couple uh, when SEC play comes around and, and you're in good shape. Well, I think what you're saying here, Steph, is what we've seen for many years. And college football teams are they're, they're living, breathing things. You know, they're, they're, they are not at the end of the season what they were at the beginning. And, and often at the beginning of the season, uh, we who write about them maybe don't completely understand them. Uh, and things change. And one of the things that's changing is as you start counting wins for state, I mean, it's time to do that at 2-0. Can, can this team be better than a lot of people thought? Uh, hey, this team's got a lot of work to do, especially on offense. Okay, need to see more rhythm there. But when you start talking about games that they can win and should win, I think they have a big challenge against Memphis because Memphis, they can score some points. But as they – showed against Arkansas State, they can give up some points as well. Maybe this is a game this week where we see more rhythm and continuity, more consistency from the Bulldogs on offense. But you look down that schedule, you know, and you've already mentioned Vanderbilt and, and Tennessee State. All right, so who can uh, who can the Bulldogs put off in the conference? And I'm looking, look, LSU doesn't look like uh, we thought they would out of the gate. Uh, the loss to uh, – UCLA and, and then didn't play as well as as you would hope to play uh, as you would hope to execute against an FCS team at home. You know, maybe uh, maybe that's a team that uh, is is not what we thought it was at the beginning. And, and you know, they come up early uh, for for state. They come up uh, on the 25th of September. So just in a couple of weeks, that could be an important conference game. Talking about uh, offense, and then we'll get to defense, but. Offense, yeah, we're talking about stretches of time where they have looked good. I mean, it's it's not that there's nothing to work with with this team. And, and I think against North Carolina State, they were playing a team that's been pretty good on defense, a team that had just come off a shutout of South Florida. South Florida, you know, it's it's not going to be uh, your, your group of five team that challenges for a playoff spot. But nonetheless, that was a shutout. Uh, so they played some good defense. I thought made state look uh, inconsistent on offense at times, but there were times that Will Rogers, uh, you know, held the ball too long in the pocket. Okay, there were times that uh, he he could have been more accurate. There was, and and Mike Leach referenced this uh, in his post game, and I forget who the receiver was, but uh, uh, Rogers had him uh, on the sideline, wide open. If he and the guy makes a diving catch for a first down, moves the chains, big play. But uh, give it to him in stride. Be a little more accurate. You know, accuracy is not always about the completed pass. Accuracy is giving it to these guys where they can do something with it after the catch. And in this instance, Will Rogers did not. So there were some things I thought uh, Rogers could have cleaned up and and could have done better. But when we talk about this offense as a whole, uh, playing well in stretches, they played well the first quarter against Louisiana Tech. 
They played well the fourth quarter against Louisiana Tech. Uh, you know, defense can't do it for you in the fourth quarter when you're down by 20. You know, you got to have right. other phases as well. And uh, speaking of which, uh, you know, Tulu Griffin in the return game, big return against Tech, then the touchdown to get things started against North Carolina State. What do you see uh, basically from this offense in terms of uh, getting to that consistent level more often? What, what needs to happen? Right. I, I always feel like the thing you t- see with a team, team that's inconsistent is kind of that, that one small thing. And when, when a team is bad, the offense isn't going to click. You know, you're just terrible. When a team is really good, it's clicking in all phases. Mississippi State is kind of in that middle where, like you mentioned, there's those plays to the flat to Dylan Johnson that's, you know, a 20 yard completion that could have been a 40 yard completion. You know, there's the one play where, you know, Rodgers rolls out and, and if he, I mean, there was one play where he had a guy wide open and he just missed them. There's a couple of plays where he just held the ball too long. And it's those small things where like, hey, you know, if he throws this away instead of getting a sack, well, then we might you know, have a second and manageable as opposed to being back and kind of, you know, screwing yourself over that that entire drive. It, it, Mississippi State kind of feels like it's just those little things right now that um, that aren't clicking. And then in those drives, you know, the, the touchdown drives that they had um, and, and even the field goal drive that they had, it felt like those little things were converting. Some drives they don't, some tries, drives they do. And that's kind of where they are in terms of inconsistency right now. Um, and, and, I mean, a lot of that is just effort. You know, you, you can't take a playoff. It's Will Rogers treating every pass as important as the one before. You know, first and ten, just, just as important as third and five. You know, um, just as important as, as fourth and two. It's just a, the, those little things that kind of added up and really set them back at, at certain points against NC State. Um, but those drives that they look good, I mean, the, the drive that they set up the touchdown pass to Malik Heath, um, you know, it was quite the show for uh, some of their receivers, Jaden Wally, Makai Polk, Malik Heath. I mean, those guys are, are really good when they have the chance. Um, and, and like I said, even Mike Leach said post game. I mean, Malik Heath, how do you get that touchdown? It was a pretty impressive touchdown catch in the corner fading away. Um, you know, how do you make that play? Well, his technique was perfect. He did a lot of those little things right that uh, Mike Leach said sometimes in practice they, they don't see. Um, a lot of those little things, right. And it's amazing how when, when those things start to click, what you can do. And you see that in the touchdown drive. You see that specifically in that touchdown catch. That's kind of where Mississippi State is right now is that um, they have the potential to be really good. And they showed that. I mean, like you said, against Louisiana Tech, they showed that um, in the first and fourth quarters. And they showed a little bit in the second and third quarters against NC State. Now it's a matter of building those inconsistencies, getting a bit more effort um, on every single play, no matter what your job is on that play. I mean, all things, all things coming together. But the number one thing I think is, is starts and ends with the offensive line, and and it's been pretty poor um, in the first two games this season. I think that was, I think that was the biggest concern um, with this offense. And um, and yeah, that's that's the one phase where if Mississippi State's offense is going to be good, there's going to need to be a step up on that offensive line. And I think um, the worst thing is that there's very little depth on that offensive line. Um, so not only do you have a group that's struggling, but you're you know one or two guys go down. Um, you could be in a really, really bad spot. Um, I mean, when I, it, it's hard not to imagine watching that team against NC State and thinking, man, that's Alabama's defensive line on the other side. If that's LSU's defensive line on the other side. You're going to be in a pretty tough spot if you're Will Rogers. Yeah, and, you know, you talk about Rogers and the areas he needs to improve, Steph, and, and I think a lot of this is coachable. A lot of this, uh, you know, you can you can help him get the release quicker. You can help him – you know, uh, go through reads and things like that. Uh, I think he'll be more accurate when he can do some of those things. But I wonder if part of what we're seeing uh, from Rodgers right now is not uh, a little uncertainty, a little uh, 
uh, maybe a lack of confidence in his offensive line because uh, you know we identified offensive line as a spot uh, the Bulldogs really need to improve needed to improve in the offseason. I don't get that they made much improvement in the offseason from what we're seeing right now with uh, you know some missed blocks uh, and we're seeing some you know just so many you know holding penalties and every time there's a big play you find yourself looking for the flag okay did they did they complete this play without a flag uh that's it's been a tough start you know for this offensive line i, I think the the area that state needed to improve that they really did in the offseason was the receivers i think uh, I, i've been impressed with what i've seen from guys catching the ball whether it's the receivers or the running backs and I, I think that will get better. I think it'll get better. I think you're going to begin to see uh, more uh, synchronization in this offense. I, I think Will Rogers is going to take step, and maybe it's because the offensive line plays better. More than not, it'll be because uh, Mike Leach and this staff uh, help him find some workarounds, you know, help him find a way to – uh, get rid of the ball quicker, find a way to make plays in spite of uh, of the inconsistency up front. That offensive line uh, is is still a problem. But uh, through it all, we, we've seen this offense look pretty good for for stretches. And uh, I you think know. also it's kind of interesting to see at this point of the season, as much as this offense has been kind of inconsistent at stretches, I mean, you and I kind of saw the – quote-unquote quarterback competition throughout fall camp. It seems like at this point, um, not only does Will Rogers kind of feel like the guy by default, but it kind of feels like he's probably the guy that deserves to be out there. And um, Even if Jack Abraham was healthy or even if Chance Lovertich has kind of, you know, been better, just straight up been better, um, it kind of feels like Will Rogers is kind of the guy that fits best right now in this offense. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I would, I would say that. I, I still can't uh... – you know, I, I never felt like uh, Chance Lovertich was going to be the guy. I, I think that was all about uh, Mike Leach wanting to create competition where there really wasn't much competition there. Uh, and maybe yeah. just by default, I'm, I'm surprised that there hasn't been a little more of a rush order to get Sawyer Robertson ready. Uh, we, you know, in, in the practices that were open, the things that we saw in the scrimmages and, and uh, kudos to Mike Leach for uh, making a lot of that open. I uh, didn't really see, didn't, didn't really see Robertson uh, climbing in the depth chart. Didn't look like they were using him differently, like they were getting him ready to play. Um, so we'll, we'll see where all that goes, but uh, uh, maybe, uh, maybe Memphis is a game where uh, the Bulldogs get well on offense. Uh, certainly uh, Arkansas State put up a lot of yard, yards and points, but uh, so did Memphis. Memphis won that game. So uh, while it may be a, a get-well week for the offense, I think it will be a challenge for the defense. And I'll say about the defense, step, uh, they did uh, eliminate the big plays for the most part, but there were some opportunities uh, that Devin Leary, the North Carolina State quarterback, had downfield and just didn't make plays. And there weren't, weren't a lot, but there were a few, and, and a few could have changed that game. And I'm thinking, you know, there are going to be some quarterbacks in the SEC, one of them in Oxford, you know, who aren't going to miss that many chances. But by and large, I thought really good game uh, for the defense. I think we're seeing a group that plays fast and physical. Uh, wherever the ball goes, there's pursuit, you know, more than one person. And we, we're also seeing – 
you know, some uh, defensive backs on these screen passes, get off blocks and make plays. I mean, they're they're checking pretty much checking all the boxes right now, including depth. You know, with uh, you know Jet Johnson making making big plays and, and really having a, a nice game against North Carolina State uh, off the bench at linebacker there. Yeah, I think uh, it might have been during camp. I can't remember when I said this, but um, I said that after covering Indiana last season, and, and I think Indiana was among the top five teams in the nation in terms of take plays, and that number kind of sways because different teams played a different amount of games. And, um, you know, the Big Ten played even less games than most places. Um, but but this Mississippi State defense reminds me a lot of the Indian, Indiana defense in the sense of um, the ability to create takeaways and, and get turnovers. And I think a lot of people just, you know, might look at a game and say, oh, that was, you know, a bad fumble by NC State's running back, or that was a bad pass that led to an interception. Or, I mean, there was the play where it was the jump pass at the goal line, which was just an entire mess. But when a team creates multiple takeovers each of the first games to start the season, um, the first two games to start the season, that's a, that's a result of that defense being in the right spot. I mean, it looks like, you know, Jeff Johnson, they got, they got the running back, you know, there's two, three guys on them. Looks like they're going to tackle him pretty easily. Um, you could have easily just fallen asleep on that play, but no, Jalen Green was right there on top of it. Still continued to pursue the ball so that when it was punched out, he was the only one in that vicinity to jump on top of it. It's, it's those little things. The Jet Johnson credit a lot to effort, and that's exactly what it is. When you're constantly pursuing the ball, you're going to be in those spots where you're not getting lucky. You're, there's a reason Jalen Green is standing where he's standing, and then so Jet Johnson can punch that ball out, and you can create a pretty big turnover and a pretty big part of the game. Um, so it, it's the little things like that that this defense does where if you give up the big play, which I think they will continue to do with stretches, they're better against NC State. But like you mentioned, there's going to be quarterbacks um, that are going to take advantage of that. And, and you know, those deep passes to wide open receiver are not going to sail 10 yards over someone's head. Um, so so that that's maybe going to be a continue, uh, an issue going forward. Um, but as you mentioned, you know, every college football team improves as the season goes on or at least tries to improve as the season goes on. Um, and maybe you eliminate some of those bigger plays, but you know, against Louisiana Tech, I think it was six plays of over more than 15 or 20 yards. There were six of those plays that they gave up. Um, you know, if that number is down to three, you can still be a good team if you're creating those takeaways. And as of right now, everything they've shown is the ability to do that. So I think that's the number one thing for this defense is um, they're going to get pressure on the quarterback, or they're going to try to like they did against NC State and get it to the backfield. I mean, nine tackles for loss. I think it was four or five sacks. I mean, they were doing a really good job of getting into the backfield where if you're doing that and you're creating takeaways, you can afford to give up a couple of big plays. And I, that might just be what this defense does the rest of the season. But if it does that um, and the offense clicks like it should, this is a Mississippi State team that's going to find a way to win games. Where would you like to see this defense take the next step? Uh, I think the next step is consistently putting pressure in the backfield. I think against Louisiana Tech, their only sack was, um, on an intentional grounding call. It was kind of a sack by technicality, um, which I don't, Zach Arnett didn't even know. When we, when we talked to him um, after the Louisiana Tech game, we told him that there was one sack, and he, he had no idea that that had registered as a sack because it really wasn't, which was potential grounding. Um, so th I, I think that's the next step is um, uh, a lot of people would want to see them eliminate the big play. I'm, I'm not as concerned about that for Mississippi State. I'm more concerned about if you're, if you're consistently getting pressure on the quarterback, which I think getting Demonte Russell and Jack Harris um, back was a huge help, not just in terms of what them two did, but in terms of getting some depth and getting guys, um, you know, like a Randy Charlton, a, a break before he has to come back into the game. And I think we saw him make a pretty big difference in the backfield as well. 
If they're doing that consistently, it's going to help the secondary out a ton. It's going to eliminate some of those big plays. It's going to eliminate a lot of rushing attacks for a lot of teams. Um, if that's done consistently, this defense can be as good as it showed. Folks, that'll wrap us up for this edition of Justify Your Existence, where we bring you the relevant college football talk in Mississippi and the SEC. For Stefan Kreischnick, I'm Parrish Alford. Thanks for being with us. Come back and join us later this week.